Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, once again, Chris Malone from the 98.5 KTK Morning Show. Here we go with your a recap for Thursday, February 16th, 2023. You know, it's really bad. <laughs> I have to write a note and stick it up here on the monitor because I forget what day it is sometimes. Um, I guess the lack of sleep of dealing with our wonderful kids and Trying to figure out a couple of other things, but I, I, I'm turning out. I'm, I'm, I'm turning into my my parents. Uh, here's what we may have dis- what we ended up uh, chit chatting about this morning on the show. We talked a little bit about um, renting a home or renting an apartment, um, and then kind of the stuff that the landlord or the property management company is responsible for maintaining and uh, repairing if it breaks, uh, versus the stuff that you're responsible for doing. And through all of this, this is why it's so important to read that contract, even though it can be kind of tedious, it will let you pretty much let you know what you're going to be held responsible for and what is going to be held responsible for the landlord. But in short, uh, you're um, basically any sort of cosmetic issue in the apartment or the home is going to be yours to deal with. Holes in the wall where you were hanging, or I should say, nail holes—not actual like fist holes, or you know, kid put their head in the, the through through the wall or something like that. But those are going to be kind of the things that you're responsible for. If there's a broken tile, you're going to be responsible for fixing that or paying somebody to to to, to fix it. Um, you're going to deal with uh, like simple clogs. Um, these are things that you're going to have to be responsible for. Anytime any sort of uh, issue becomes more than just cosmetic. For instance, if a uh, cracked tile uh, results in water leaking in and destroying the subfloor, well, that's going to be something that the landlord's going to be responsible for. But keep in mind, if it's from your lack of trying to you know, solve the problem, you know, pouring water over the crack that ends up destroying the subfloor, well, then, of course, the landlord has kind of a, a way to make you pay for it. So, again, these are all the things that you want to kind of look in your, in your contract when you're um, signing. Maybe you haven't rented in a while and you are, or you're doing it for the first time. Really find out. And then just ask questions of the landlord and the and the uh, uh, property management company. You, may, you are responsible for mowing the backyard, or you may find that your rent covers a service that does it for you. Um, we chatted a bit about uh, kind of being a little sneaky. This is where your ethics may come in regarding uh, canceling uh, one of these subscriptions that uh, makes it really hard to cancel. Um, and it's true. It, it, it's, it's super easy to sign up for things, but it can be kind of hard canceling, especially when they, the companies don't want you to cancel, obviously, because you're, you're money to them. So they're not going to want you to, to leave without a fight. And that's why a lot of companies, when you try and cancel, they don't allow you to do it online. You have to call somebody. And of course, then you get the hard sell about why you shouldn't cancel, or that's even if you get somebody, they could just be playing the runaround game of not answering their phone calls and you just give up. And that's what they hope that you do. Uh, And realize that this is kind of a big problem for the entire country. It's led to certain states 
to create some consumer uh, protection enforceable laws that require companies to make canceling services just as easy as if you were to sign up for the services. Uh, in fact, California did this back in 2018, and it's literally that. If it is simple for you to sign up for a service, it should be just as simple to end that service without having charges or anything like that. It also says that you have to be super upfront that this is a recurring charge. And uh, these are really good consumer uh, protection laws. Now, nationally, back in 2021, I don't know what happened to this, but there was a bipartisan uh, uh, legislation that the Senate had proposed uh, it was basically called the Unsubscribed Act, and it kind of followed what California was doing is, is, is to making it super easy for you to cancel. I can't see where that has progressed anywhere. Same thing here in Florida. Last year, Senate Bill 1104 was submitted. Um, that wasn't as broad as the one in California, but covered 16 particular services that, may, that required uh, the, the vendor to make it super easy to cancel versus uh, when you were um, signing up for things. That, from what I can tell, is didn't even get into a committee. It's just was filed is all it says. And nothing has happened to that. So what does this mean? Why am I bringing this all up? Because obviously uh, we're in Florida and uh, California law doesn't apply in Florida. Well, when you're trying to cancel these services, you might want to make a little, a little lie here and just change your billing address to one in California. Simple as going to Google earth Looking up a nice home that you wished you could live in, perhaps putting the address there and allowing you to cancel. The idea behind this is that if the company believes you live in California, then you have to be treated under California law. Now, once you cancel, you can go back to your Florida address or who really cares where they think you live. You're not dealing with it anymore. Kind of a neat little workaround that you could do to get out of these these services that uh, make it hard for you to cancel. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now, there's a trending and perhaps I say a taboo topic that has been on social media of late. And it is the idea of uh, couples, married couples or couples in a committed relationship, sleeping in separate bedrooms. Not just separate beds, but actually separate bedrooms. There was a 2017 survey that came out from the National Sleep Foundation that found one in four couples actually have their own room where they sleep. And it makes there was another survey that found over a third of married couples say they would rather get a good night's sleep than continue sleeping in the same room with their partner. Wow. And it makes a lot of sense, too, because you may have a partner that snores. You may have a partner that works the third shift or you work the third shift. You may find a partner who needs to have, um, uh, who wants uh, the TV on or needs a light on. Things that you may or may not like. And it makes total sense to do this. And why it's still taboo is like, well, you marry this person. That's why you're supposed to be staying with them for the, you know, through the good, through the bad. That's what the vows say, right? Well, this is still staying with them. But what here's what they found for couples that have separate bedrooms. 59% of couples 
who started sleeping separately say they have improved their sleep quality to the point that it has improved their marriage. And when you talk about a divorce rate of over 50%, any sort of way, if it's just as simple as getting a good night's sleep, wouldn't you be willing to sleep in a separate room to save your marriage? Of course, it's worth having a chit-chat with your um, with your sweetie to see perhaps this might be something to consider. Uh, while I'm laying in bed trying to fall asleep, there are those weird questions that pop in, at least in my head. Uh, you know, one of them is, why do we call flea markets flea markets? I mean, basically, it's, an, it's a place where people sell off their secondhand stuff. It's, in essence, a beefed-up yard sale. And while I can make the connection of a yard sale being something that you place items on your yard for people to buy... Ergo, it's called a yard sale. I find it very hard that people would put items on fleas and sell them at a market. (laughs) Uh, And the short answer is why we call them flea markets. We don't know because it's been lost uh, over time as to the real reason. But there are some theories that are out there and they make perfectly logical sense. One idea is that flea markets come from outdoor bazaars of Paris, France. When an unknown bargain hunters look upon the market with all the rags and old furnish, uh, furniture, they dubbed them Le Market de Bouche, or Market of Fleas, because the shoppers' perceptions are that the more worn items that are being sold, perhaps, are carriers of fleas. Ew. Maybe another origin of this actually also is rooted in the bazaars um, in, in Paris, uh, actually, is a little bit different um, uh, backstory. Um, as uh, the city planners in Paris began laying out its uh, its its uh, infrastructure, the avenues and construction of new buildings, uh, some of the side streets and alleyways that were home to secondhand outdoor markets were demolished, and they had to find some other place to go in order to sell their wares. So once they were reestablished, they became known in the English word as flea. Markets. They fled the city to another city, and as things happen, since it was a flea market, and the, the, the little bloodsucker is pronounced the same way, but spelled a different way, we came up with flea market that way. And a third one may be more relevant for us here in North America. Go back to colonial times when Dutch traders who owned a new Amsterdam, which was Manhattan Island, they would also have outdoor markets there on the uh, the salt marsh that they would call Vlie Markets. Vlie Market, which Vlie means swamp in Dutch. And of course, with English, we somehow morphed V to F, and it became the Fly or Flea Market, as we are known today. Finally, we talked a little bit about the pollen. What's going on? We're still in winter. Still got another uh, month of winter, technically, before it is spring, but... The trees are having the time of their lives with their spring regimen of pollen. Juniper, oak, walnut, all the trees are pollinating, pine trees in particular. And um, because it's been a mild winter across the country, allergy sufferers are really dealing with itchy eyes, sore throats, and irritated noses earlier this year. In fact, I noticed Marion County, its pollen count will be in the extreme range for the weekend, which means if you have allergies, it's probably not a good day for you to be doing some yard work. So here's some things that you can do to kind of deal with allergies uh, in addition to perhaps taking a um, uh, allergy medication. Um, probably a good idea to stay indoors as much as possible, especially on windy days. Generally, after it rains, it's a good time to head outside as the droplet of rains actually clear the air of pollen. And generally, pollen counts are highest in the morning 
and at night. So if you go in the early afternoon outdoors to do your yard work or whatever, um, it's probably going to be a good time for you to escape the, the, uh, the, the curse of pollen and, and, and allergies. So there's the show for today, Thursday, February 16th, 2023. I'm Chris Malone. Of course, I always welcome your comments and feedback. You can email me, C-M-A-L-O-N-E, at odyssey.com, spelled A-U-D-A-C-Y.